0: Hi, this is David Key. At Quo, we've worked for the last 20 years with many of the world's best known travel brands. During this unprecedented global crisis, our world of travel has changed, possibly irreversibly. This series will see us speak with many global leaders to understand how they see the future of travel. Good morning and welcome to the next episode of The Future of Travel. We are very honored this morning to welcome Puneet Chatwal, the Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer of the Indian Hotels Group, um, more popularly known as the Taj Group. I'm here again with Catherine, montien and, and Chai, our Chief Branding Officer, and we
1: welcome Puneet. Good morning, Puneet. morning, David. Hi. Good morning, Catherine.
0: need to start, we're faced for the first time in in our lifetimes in in any kind of modern history with more than a pandemic, with a pandemic and an economic recession that is driving humanity to its core. How do you see that personally? Um, How do you see it for the world? And then How do you see it for India?
1: I think um, as we can all uh, watch through the media, um, as well as uh, listening to uh, a lot of dignitaries, uh, political leaders, uh, industry leaders, uh, across various industries, it's very clear that no one had ever thought of, no one has ever seen, and no one ever had a plan on what to do if something like this uh, happens in the world. So I think we are all struggling to come to terms with it. I think the world will go through a very difficult phase in which it will have to push the reset button. Uh, That's one. The second is the consequences uh, economically of this pandemic are still not measurable because... Uh, It's not yet over. We are maybe in the, you know, halfway through it, and still the other half has to go. And finally, when it comes to countries like India or other emerging, strong emerging economies of the world, I think um, they will have even a bigger challenge adapting to this new situation in the short to medium term.
2: In terms of your own organization, the Indian Hotels Company, what has been your immediate short-term reaction to the crisis? What is your longer-term outlook and planning for recovery?
1: See, there are different aspects to it. The first and foremost is the safety and security of all our stakeholders. That's our customers as well as our staff and our employees. We have been actively uh, getting the tests done and um, you know uh, checking if the well-being of our employees is in uh, is, is taken care of. The same is being with our customers. The third, I think, which really differentiates our company and our group to the rest, uh, are the majority of the other groups in the world, is that since the formation of our group, and we are the oldest operating company of the group, uh, the community has been considered by our founder as not just the most important stakeholder but rather the purpose of the existence of any business and so we have been very strongly engaged in supplying food to doctors nurses medical staff in six hospitals in mumbai another six in delhi one in bangalore we've been supplying a lot of meals, like 20,000 meals a day, as an example in Mumbai, to the migrant workers, which are like fleeing back to their villages. Uh, we are housing um, and subsidised through what we call the Taj uh, Public Service Welfare Trust, and with the uh, uh, with the BMC, the Municipal Corporation of Mumbai, uh, to host doctors and nurses, so they don't have to travel very long distance and still put in you know 14-16 hours of work in a hospital. So we are hosting them in our hotels. I think that's what we have been doing in the immediate immediate term. Uh, When it comes to short term, I think we're trying to put strategies into place which is post lockdown. uh, So how we will adjust to the new normal and I think at the moment uh, we are less worried about the medium and long term because the short term getting back on your feet will be the most important job of any management in any organization, in any industry uh, that we're working in.
0: How do you see the new normal?
1: There is a new normal for the short term and there is a new normal for the long term. Short term, I think over a two-year period, people will be very selective in where they go out to. In our industry, people will be very selective who they ch- choose to stay with. People will be very selective in terms of you know being having an emotional connect or familiarity with the brand. Uh, then to just go anywhere, people will be selective where they are seated, how distant they are. Uh, maybe there will be the sense of hygiene which will stay on for a few years and then our memories are short. I think everything is forgotten, travel is back, people will travel as if never anything happened before. So, so I see it in two buckets. One is maybe 12 months to 24 months and the other is life beyond 24 months.
2: Um, Kunid, in, a, in a, a broader sense when you think about some of the trends that have impacted hospitality over the last few years, um at the two levels, really, when you see, look at lifestyle and you look at the move towards socialization and co-living, co-working spaces and, and communal lobby experiences, but also from the Taj perspective, your focus on high-touch service and, and the importance of that service culture to your brands. How do you think some of those trends within hospitality will be impacted going forward, given the new normal that we're anticipating?
1: No, as I said earlier, I think the social distancing, the co-working spaces, the uh, people together in a place—it's not going to totally stop. It will be a controlled new beginning. That's my opinion. As as I always uh, feel that you know it's not like a doomsday scenario that everything is now going to come to an end. I think there'll be a slow beginning, and people will go to. Uh, places where they feel safe now they could feel safe because of the trust they have uh, with someone that could be a brand that could be the people uh, who are there Uh, the second is the emotional connect where they have the emotional connect they will go there too Uh, and the third is obviously avoiding any kind of unnecessary risk taking I think it's just very normal in human psychology that you just don't have a button, which is switch on and switch off that now we have social distancing and tomorrow it's gone. So it's, it's not going to go away immediately. I think it's there to stay for some time, but it's not there to stay forever.
0: With a much smaller demand and a much greater supply, the brands, the product brands themselves across India and around the world are going to have to fight much, much harder for the, um, the, the for, for the For the guests that the, the, that will actually be coming, what do the brands have to do to pivot now in order to be attractive because it's going to be a buyer's
1: market well David, I think uh, with or without the pandemic, I think the brands need to continue to evolve, and I think the the one thing which will now differentiate brands which have stood the test of time to the others would be those who have been around have some kind of a, some kind of a connect with the customers. For example, we say Taj stands for trust, awareness and joy. And one of the key pillars is trust. And I think post Corona uh, I think trust will be one of the key factors, driving demand into your hotels and of course also the awareness and joy part of it. So I think I think a lot of brands which have stood the test of time will be trusted by the consumers and they also exude some kind of an emotional connect with the customers which will possibly be more important in the short term than some for of booking engine, some form of online bookings, people would like to go to places they are familiar with and not go to places which are necessarily offering the best best value only. That does not mean value component will be less important. I think the combination of the two, both value, familiarity and we call familiarity or emotional connect will actually drive demand into certain brands versus the others
2: so building on that answer do you think that given this need greater focus on trust and familiarity will this see a shift in terms of alternative accommodation versus big brands we were seeing the emergence obviously with the huge exponential growth of, of airbnb and alternative accommodation options do you think that that will pivot back towards Brand, known, established, credible brands that consumers
0: trust. And if I can just add on to that, you mentioned emotion the, and the emotional connect. Because, and, and, and by all means, um, segue into OTAs, but where there isn't that emotional connect with an Airbnb or, or, or one of these other um, alternative accommodation brands, that there will be a greater connect to, 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 uh, to, to more established brands.
1: See, all these um, uh, you know, opportunities to occupy latent demand have been serviced well by alternative accommodation. Similarly, the facilitation of bookings throughout the world through online travel agents has worked well for the industry. The only difference is even when you went online and had a look at the various options maybe you may not consider an option that you don't know which might be offering the best value i think that is definitely going to happen in the short term if you want to go to a place and stay where you don't know who has stayed before there and the kinds of people using it that kind of safety and security value uh, may not be a given whereas if you go to uh, uh, a, a, great, uh, a great property in its own uh, positioning, in its own marketplace, which is well known, which is trusted. I think the likelihood that you will book for that is higher than going to an unknown place. There's inevitably,
0: as in the short to medium term, gonna be a fight. There's gonna be some form of price, whether it's a price war or a limited price war I know you speak um, passionately against it. How can you stop it?
1: Well, no one can stop, uh, you know, price war, or as we all grew up learning about the cola wars and the burger wars and the, you know, the beds war. Uh, I think that's just a part and parcel of our lives. It just comes and goes, I think, What we can always advocate as leaders in the industry is let's be responsible enough towards the industry and not just towards the brand because the long-term sustainability of the industry to do the right things from a sustainable business point of view, from a safety and security point of view, from adding value point of view, for creating the right kind of atmosphere for guests to be received, serviced, and taken care of You can't do it just on the basis of price alone. And by cutting things so that you can justify a price, I think, and people would be willing to pay. So I think that's what basically all books define competitive advantage as, which is the willingness to pay minus the cost to service, which actually drives your margins. And therefore, I think people who get that balance right of the willingness to pay and the cost to service will be the ones
0: who will thrive in the long term uh, after this crisis is over given um, or my, my our interpretation of the virus is and everyone's using the word pause is i'm i'm using the word analog and digital that pre crisis is pre virus is analog post crisis it is more digital do you feel in the digital world or in the post crisis world that the emotional connect to loyalty is going to sustain um, the, loyals, the sustain and grow loyalty programs and, and loyalty to brands, or do you think there needs to be more there needs to be
1: more than that? You know, it's interesting you asked that, David. I just think you should actually start watching the digital campaigns which have happened, start looking at the videos being done by CEOs. I think even in a digital world, they are trying to connect during this virus or during corona and post-corona on an emotional basis. It's very less factual on what's happened and how many jobs could be lost or how much is the drop in the revenue. It's all about the emotions. And I think uh, uh, even in a digital world, post the virus situation, there will be a place for whatever we have had from the past, but it might be packaged differently. And uh, I don't think uh, there would be a world without the core values, um, which we have. And uh, Mm -hmm. sorry, it's the purpose. Yeah, so the purpose will not be lost. I think it is just the packaging of it digitally because your reach is higher, your reach is faster, and the reach is more affordable.
0: And yeah, and I, I think that the purpose is going to be is going to necessarily be more discerning, and 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 the guests are going to be more discerning, and they're going to be looking for that purpose. Catherine,
2: um, yeah, Puneet, we we've been speaking to various people, um, notably yesterday from Langham about China and and looking at the signs of recovery that's happening in China and how we what lessons we can learn from that. How do you see India where there's also such a strong domestic travel market? How do you see that? How do you see India coming back as as the virus situation starts to to improve?
1: I actually believe that the rebound in India could be faster and stronger. And the reason is that the domestic market in India is very strong. And it's the majority of the business. The international travel really starts between October and March because of the seasonality. I think uh, October to December is very difficult but there is the general consensus that the international travel will slowly start coming back as of Jan 2021 and uh, I think um, the only thing which we can say with a lot of confidence today is that once the lockdown is over, once there is a new normal, I think uh, we will embrace the change, we'll embrace the new normal, and the business on the domestic front will start. Um, And maybe it's not taking flights or it's not taking long-distance travel within India, which is a two, three-hour flight. I think people will drive within a 200-square-kilometer areas two different let's say in the south going to coffee plantations and tea plantations in the west maybe from mumbai going away to goa on a holiday um, and in the north into you know the uh, as close as you can get to the himalayas and uh, similarly in the east again to the tea plantations or um, uh, towards you know nepal or 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 bhutan or those kind of destinations. So I think the domestic demand will drive uh, the business in the next six to nine months. And then when the new normal becomes a part of our day-to-day life, the the balance will come back in the international and the domestic demand.
0: Puneet Chadwal, Chief Executive Officer and Managing Director of the Indian Hotels Company, Thank you so much for, for, for speaking to us on the future of travel and stay safe and, and all the best. Thank you.